Hello and welcome to Biology Career Insights, the podcast where we talk with experts from the field of biology to gain valuable insights into the careers and explore ways to navigate the job market in this ever-evolving field. I'm your host, Dr. Manish Kumar. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mrs. Divya Chandradhara. Mrs. Divya Chandradhara is the CEO and founder of BioAgile Therapeutics Private Limited. Divya started the company with minimal seed funding, but has since grown exponentially with numerous successful projects under its belt. Mrs. Divya is one of the co-founders of the startup group based in Bangalore, which has about 250 members team. This is a platform for startups to help each other to grow. Divya is also a speaker and panelist in news channels like Public TV, TV9, Suvarna News, Digvijaya News, BTV, News18 Canada. Divya is also a board panel member of Ramaya College of Arts, Science and Commerce for Quality Improvement. Divya's educational background includes a Master in Biochemistry from Bangalore University and a Master's of Business Administration from Massachusetts University. Divya, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure sharing my information knowledge. It would be helpful for one person. I'd be very happy. Amazing. Amazing. So to start with Divya, perhaps, you know, it would be uh, great if you can tell us more about Biogel Therapeutics in the beginning. Yes. We are basically a clinical research company. We do conduct clinical trials. Uh, clinical trials is nothing but any drug or a medicine before going to market, it has to be tested on humans. There are different phases of testing, like the phase one where they check the safety of the drug, say phase two, phase three, where they check the safety and efficacy of the drug. This is what we do. Any, it may be a neutroceptical product or there's a medics, medical device or an Ayurvedic product or a pharmaceutical product. Before it gets launched to the market, it has to be tested on animals. Next on humans, we take care of the human testing part. And also we are doing pharmacovigilance. Once any drug is in the market, if there is any adverse event or any uh, serious adverse event effects and all, this pharmacovigilance gives the detailed analysis reports to the pharmaceutical company. That is also one more wing which we are taking care of currently. Amazing. Uh Divya, your personal journey has been so inspiring and exciting at the same time. You know, many graduates I see, they kind of do their bachelor's in biotech and master's in biotech. And thereafter, you know, they kind of look for jobs or go for PhD. Whereas in you had all the courage it takes to start your own company. So for our listeners, I think it would be great if you can tell us about your personal journey right from the beginning. Like, you know, from your schooling to your bachelor's to master's and founding the company, you know, that would be great. Okay. Let me just tell you, science always inspired me. I was always, uh, I always loved biology as a subject. And for me, maths and physics it was not like my cup of tea. I used to not enjoy learning or I used to not go get good marks as well in this. Science always would be an amazing thing for me. But in the science, I was not a lab person. Like I want to get into lab and sit in the lab for the hours together, do some research because uh, that I, I didn't enjoy doing that, but I wanted to study science. That's how I pursued uh, uh, BSc in biotech. At that time, people were everybody like well, during uh, when I pursued BSc in biotech, everybody were like engineers, engineers, engineers. That in that is was the era where engineers are treated like gods. Like uh, they used to go on site, travel abroad. They used to get beautiful perks, 
all these things and if somebody is not choosing engineering and they're choosing a degree or a science they are looked at low like uh, arts and science students are considered like okay low profile they are not it's not good enough people who got get less marks in puc they choose to go to um, science or arts is kind of bifurcation that was the time and uh, i continued looking at uh, great icons like kiran majumdar shah doing a lot of good things in the biotech industry she was doing amazingly well i was a little bit inspired by like what i say it's like dronacharya uh, and ekalavya i used to she was uh, always read and understand and keep seeing about news about what is happening and i used to always being amazed by the journey which she had taken at the same time uh, science is in, is was in my genes and blood and i always wanted to do something in science at the same time i for me i didn't want to work under somebody else or i know it's a big journey if you have to achieve something work under somebody take a small increment promotion and all by the time you succeed you will be will be very early old i was always my mind was haunting to do something at the same time i joined a startup company where i helped the company to establish this thing then i realized i have a great potential if i can help a startup company to establish get business why can't i do myself later the to that i joined um, adwinas therapeutics as a tata group of companies where i was handling the international market for us and europe uh, i got a chance at very early stage like at 23 24 i got a chance of uh, traveling to us europe and talking to clients making business connections so was so that was the yeah just a small uh, interruption yeah so was this just after your masters that you got a ch- got a chance uh, to work at adwinas or was it after your mba No, MBA I did when I was uh, working in another company. After my masters, I was working with another startup, a small startup company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where I was there for a year. Then I uh, moved to Advanced Therapy, which is taken over by Europeans. Mm-hmm. So that is where uh, this in this during this journey, I learned how a company runs, how to get a business, how to execute it. It took for me two to three years to learn the entire process because it's very difficult without knowing the company corporate culture. to start something i could get some sense of how to do something uh, of how a company works that's it not a high level technical things how a typical company works with that knowledge and my interest was in the clinical research when i was uh, uh, studying my msc fortunately my college was being very supportive they had organized one talk on clinical research uh, one person uh, mr danraj bosle had come to talk about the clinical research that was very fascinating they were offering some clinical research training courses but i could not they charge some 50000 a one like i could not afford that money to join a course then i when i was just uh, i connected to the person who came i took the number from our college people the person who came in then i connected to him and i asked him i want to do a clinical research course but i don't have uh, money then uh, he was like no this there are certain charges involved but i can help you uh, you would go to some small startup companies i'll give you that uh, suggestion as uh, some uh, um, in my network few startup companies where you can do a part time job that's how he connected me to some uh, one more company called magna health solution where i was uh, coming to college till 3 3:30 and after 3:30 i used to go to that uh, company and do some they, uh, they they were also like a startup we used to do the website designing for them we used to do the market research data collections and prepare a brochure all this small 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 work we used to get from them and they also gave us an opportunity to travel to bhubaneswar there was a, comp- a conference happening we we had to cover the entire conference 
right from medical I mean or writing of notes of what all the doctors and preparing a brochure and also covering even the photography they she gave me you have to take the photos of who are all the panelists sitting on the is that job they had given me and uh, take this is how i got close connections to startup companies and i understood how startups work and all those things after that i had enough experience during my msc time only and i also once this project got over i also started some event management some uh, anniversary diary milk cadbury's diary milk there was some celebration and new new forms coming in i used to appoint people in different malls and monitor them they had to do the promotion it was like uh, during the dasara time diwali and new year time they bring in new versions of that and we used to appoint uh, promotional uh, girls to entire uh, bangalore and pay them every day for them to do the promotions and i also used to go to some malls and stand with all the dairy milk for uh, companies who wants to buy they used to buy in lots for example companies they give their uh, employees during their uh, Aid Pooja and all those uh, dasara time sweets and chocolate box. Then I used to think, now I'm selling this kind of boxes. One day I will be buying for my employees. Is that dream I had during my college days is all worth. These are all step by step, step by step uh, things which will give me enough and good exposure and also a confidence. I can I got a confidence when when I was standing. I still remember I was standing in a big bazaar selling all this uh, Cadbury's dairy milk after my college. Just one lady came in and asked me. Oh, you look like highly educated. Why are you doing this job? No, I don't. I I want to earn my own fees. That's why I'm doing this job. Then she told, I was feeling shy at that time. I like if what if some of the relatives see me doing all this stuff. But she told, I will bring my daughter and show her you. She will learn a lesson. Then I told, I'm doing something. I'm. It's not being shame. I'm doing something good. Now this my uh, I started becoming more and more independent. more and more independent i became it's given a lot of confidence to go and ask for any project go and start something explore new things this is how it started and finally when i was in advenus uh, i got a confidence i i should uh, i can start and i got a few clients also who were ready to give me projects so when i was working there itself i registered a company once i got confirmed yes i have projects in that i quit the job and i started my full fledged office and initially i started working on home because i could not afford for a office space mm-hmm. for about 3 to 6 months then i we bought it to a shared space then we have another independent space it's a step by step process of what uh, we have grown and now we are coming up with different things i also was a part of one of the uh, manufacturing unit called at so naturals it's a nutraceutical company mm-hmm. it was a small part of journey i helped them build the pilot plant and all those things now i have started with new wings like the pharmacovigilance and other things uh, as i am in a journey wow 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 divya this is so inspiring and what i can see is that you know the entrepreneurial bug was right from the beginning so you were always yes, like yes. very independent girl you're trying out different things apart from reading your you know novel books of science you did that you know all like from cadbury's to standing in big bazaar and all that you know is so inspiring so when you when you joined advenus i think you already had that entrepreneurial aim in mind you know i will work there learn something and then i'll start my entrepreneurial journey so it was not accidental but it was quite preplanned it's planned it's planned it was like uh, uh, i was re- i always suggest people uh, there's a book called the secret if you know i read or not i'm not sure Yeah, I have not read, but that is a great recommendation because I will put the link also of that book, perhaps. Yes. Yes. When I was studying, secrets. 
the secret the secret uh-huh. it's by it's it's uh, written by i don't remember the author name but when i was studying in msc uh, somebody gave me that book and i read that book and it was really inspiring like it actually says what you think subconsciously your mind starts working on it if you're continuously thinking of something i need to do this i need to do that you subconsciously even when you're sleeping your mind will be working for that and the universe supports you the kind of people you meet will be so that kind for example you are thinking of buying a audi car you see somebody is selling a audi car you get in connect with somebody selling a audi car this is a kind of way the universe and the internal connection works i strongly believed in that when i started work i was thinking see we don't we don't come from a great background we come from a humble one without nothing how to create everything no we don't have nothing only you have is a dream with one dream how you can create a thing it's the networking connections without spending money this is the only thing you can do absolutely connect to people this is such an inspiring thing you know because i i totally understand you that you know you were mentioning about what like the power of belief and power of thoughts is able to create like when you think very strongly with a purpose pile i think the universe tries to help you uh okay. this is so amazing because you know most of the young gen uh biotechies when i talk to them they always say oh no you need to have a huge like a family background or a huge investment in the beginning and stuff like that and i think your journey is quite inspiring you know yes. that you kind of you know you you said something very indian like dronachar for kinar kiran majumdar show and i remember when i was pursuing my biotech she used to be the poster you know yes. yeah the poster woman for entrepreneurship and many many people just want to become but they never work in that direction and i think you are a perfect example of somebody who kind of really worked step by step and then uh, are currently as a work as a ceo so that's that's so amazing uh divya i'm sure like you would have faced a lot of challenges and stuff like that while building this startup so if you remember some interesting stories about you know founding the companies in terms of challenges and how did you overcome that please go ahead that would be also interesting sir this, this is like the interesting i there are more challenges than the what do you say uh good things there are challenges if you uh, upcome those challenges definitely there are good things i still remember when we had our first project we didn't have a office space so then immediately there was a client who told they want to visit us uh, and just uh, tomorrow we are visiting i still remember i just ran to some uh, place where they make boards i prepared the board and i just ran to some office near my house and told can you let i'll just put my board for one day please allow me <laughs> i took just put the board for one day and they came to the office and they saw me and they they didn't get any doubt at all and i used their receptionist i used their brochure they they are all my employees and it was like uh, i i i know it is not the correct way to do it oh but that is amazing i mean this is a great example of what me in lugar <laughs> like you know when they're <laughs> yeah. yeah go ahead go ahead so that's how these these kind of experience then i took a shared office and then i should definitely share this story when i had a shared office this was shared by one of the minister's daughter the father was a health minister center so i don't want to mention the name she told okay fine we have enough space they had enough money and space uh, they have they had only three four people the, the space was quite huge i just occupied one small corner and i was paying some part of rental to them mm-hmm. it was six months uh, happened 
and uh, I got very good uh, traction, good businesses followed, clients started coming in, everything was high, everything was then it was been almost a year, it was things was going well and then suddenly all of a sudden they told their business was not going well and they called a Vastu Shastra person, some uh, astrologer, some astrologer, all the people they took the consultancy, then they told so she is sitting in the Kubera Mula, so that's why all the good things is going to her and you are not getting the good thing. Then immediately the, she came and told in one day you have to vacate this place. I was like, we are running a successful business. One day, how can I vacate the business? I told her, okay, just give me two days. Then I took a, a two-wheeler. I ran over all the place around uh, with my husband. I searched every place. And then I saw one place there was vacant. Uh, in the current place where I'm sitting, this uh, entire floor was vacant. Immediately, I shifted over here. Then after a few months, I just checked up on, after I left, did the, they occupied the Kubera Mule or the auspicious place, but the business didn't come to them. Then I realized it's not the place, it's the right mentality. So like this, we had uh, different uh, experiences in our life. Now things are going well and uh, we are scaling up. Now we are in the scaling up stage. I definitely we want to get into and we are also next time I'm traveling to Europe. We want to establish companies in Europe and US as well and grow very big and make our people who are believing in the company and the company principles also grow along with us. Amazing, Divya. And you know, Divya, you mentioned that, uh, I mean, India is a place where you have a lot of superstitions and stuff like that. Yes. yes. It's also a place where like you have a lot of patriarchy, you know, as in like uh, women uh, face additional challenges when it like when you compare them to, you know, like men or, you know, because it's 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 quite patriarchy in India. Definitely, uh, definitely. So, as a woman entrepreneur, you know, like, uh, what are the additional challenges? I I I heard that you said your husband was quite supportive and stuff like that. Yes. But what were the additional challenges that you had to face just because you were a woman? Or see, additional just like see, a men every day they can sit in a bar, they can talk connect to people, talk business with them and close a deal in bars. But that will not, that would be quite challenging for a woman. There will be other challenges as well. See, for a man, for a woman, there will be other family-related uh, aspects. Unfortunately, I was lucky enough, though I did not get a financial support from the family, they gave me emotional support, which is more important than a financial support, which was really helpful for me. So that way, I had the independence to do whatever I want. But definitely I say, uh, people say if it is a woman, it's easy to crack the business. I But I go against it. If it's a woman, it's really difficult. Because first of all, they, they uh, doubt on your capability. You have to prove yourself. If it is a man, they won't doubt on their capability. If it is a woman, they doubt on your capability. Will she able to deliver? Is there a mentality that, you know, women will under-deliver? But it's not the case, of course. Uh, yes, yes. So you have to face one of the factor, like when you are young and when you go as project, see people in, in the life science domain, they expect like the entrepreneurs should be gray hairs and all, old, uh, older women or older men with balded head or something like that, uh, sitting in the discussion or something like that. They get a lot of confidence. Oh, they are experienced enough. They can manage. When you are quite young, uh, then that is also part of doubt. When it's a woman is part of doubt. There's a lot of things as a woman, it's definitely a challenging thing. There are advantages as well. 
but i see this more drawbacks also as a woman uh, as a as a as a ceo you see the you see the per statistics in india how many of entrepreneurs only 10 to 15% are women all it's all men dominated they have the enough time men have enough time i feel they go see after 6 they go they they do, they do the marketing after 6 can we do do marketing after 6 and 7 and 8 it's quite diff- it, i don't say it is difficult or it's not it's challenging difficult. for sure like as a woman in india it's quite challenging and uh, and you know divya i was having this podcast also with other successful women uh, in biotech and i realized that a women's say child rearing uh, you know years yeah. the peak yeah. of careers go inside so it is also an additional burden you know not only the you know the societal challenges that you mentioned but also like from the biology point of view like you know it it's so challenging so what would be your advice to women who kind of you know who kind of have a big career break because of you know because of pregnancy and stuff like that what would be your advice see my advice is that the biggest challenge i as i told their biological clock and career clock always combines and many women i just see they just take fears four years five years gap i i just had somebody two days back coming to her office she had done a phd and she had 15 year gap i asked why she told i was taking care of my son i was taking care of my uh, father and i had uh, other things and all those things she has done a phd she told i and, and uh, my brother is in abroad and uh, that's why i had to, i had the family arrangement i told why the men will come for the property and all the stuff and when it comes to responsibility they put it on you 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 should have been selfish when it comes to career definitely women should be selfish mm-hmm. because women have to stand for themselves and they have to pay their own checks and they have to pay their own bills i'm not talking as an entrepreneur point of view also Same, many women they compromise on their career my suggestion is definitely this is also very important having kids and all it's very important i don't deny that factor but they should plan themselves accordingly so that they like i saw one of my previous employee in my old company she served the company till the day before her delivery also she came till the complete 9 months it is all mental restings after that she take a took a break of 3 to 4 months and again she was back like this treat it as normal don't treat it as extremely some abnormal thing or i and i understand there should be a family support please share the responsibility with your husband also then you know that's, that's the crux of it i mean you know you should communicate well in advance with your husband this is what the other person was mentioning that you know a child is not just the responsibility of women but it's the Correct. responsibility of both the partners and you should communicate well in advance yes. and this, you know you what you said and the via what you mentioned about selfishness i don't think it's selfish at all it's just being independent and you know uh using your education but you know many women have that notion that i am being selfish and they don't want to be selfish but i don't think that this is being selfish this is just being independent and valuing yourself as an individual i agree i agree but most of the women are feel have the guilty conscious i'm doing something wrong they should come out of it be also do whatever you want until unless it's right Absolutely. And then this, and your conscious allows you to do whatever you want, which will help you. See, at the initially, people may look at you as a different way. For me, also, see, uh, if I had failed, what if I had failed in a genre, in a genre, 
that would have been a biggest step. I would have lost so many years putting my effort and all. But I gained the experience. That's what I would have gained the experience. That's what I to take home. If the men fails, they can always try and try it. But the woman fails, the age. What I'm talking about age, she cannot compromise with it or to a childbearing thing. That age, if that age passes on, she'll have to repent. So plan yourself very well. I think if you can plan yourself very well, that should not at all be a barrier. If you have a good uh, family support, if you have a good uh, willpower, because I have seen examples, as I already told, one of her words, which I, I say these are all great women who had it. You are not a patient when you're pregnant or when you're carrying, you're not a patient. You should come out of that. Absolutely. Come out of the mind frame of the resting mind frame. Come out of the resting mind frame. Work till the uh, till you can. I don't tell work till your nine months. Work till you can. Then treat it as a normal thing. Just treat it as a normal thing. And just try to come out of that. If you are strong mentally, your physical thing will support you. Amazing. Your body will support you if your mind is strong is what I feel. If your mind is weak, your body won't support you. That's a great... It's all psychology. It's all psychology. And Divya, I mean, I consider you as somebody who is an expert in leadership and management. So what would be your advice to aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, looking to make a say, difference in the respective biotech field? What would be your advice to these aspiring bio-entrepreneurs? Definitely, there's a lot of opportunities in biotech industry. You go to Bayrak, you have funding of 50 lakhs. If you idea is innovative don't spend one rupee also from your end the government will evaluate your idea and if it is really good they will give you 50 lakh rupees it's a non-refundable money it's not a you have to pay you're taking a loan and there's something called startup india in startup india there is called a seed money grant money grant money is refundable seed money is non-refundable 20 lakh rupees of amount. you can take that and there are a lot of VCs, angel investors, investors who are ready to invest if your idea is good. Approach them. It's all you have to make your mind open and work towards your goal. There is, it was not like people say, some people say it was easier to do companies before because there was less uh, competition. Of course, it is right. Easier. There's not much competition. Uh, not everybody would aspire to become an entrepreneur and all. It was not everybody's uh, cup of tea. But now, Things are open. There is Google where you can reach anybody you want. There is LinkedIn. You can connect to anybody you want. There are VCs, there are funders, there are evaluators, there is government. More than all those things, you have your own brain. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, things you can really do. I don't think so. Blaming on, oh, my father didn't support. Oh, my, my husband didn't support. Oh, I didn't have good luck. I don't believe luck supports one who has efforts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. Definitely, if somebody is determined to do something, definitely they will. They can do it. Amazing. Amazing. And any tips and advice for, like you mentioned about all these grants. So, you know, many biotech students, especially when they are doing their bachelor's or master's, they lack that skill because they are not taught about how to approach, a, you know, venture capital or an angel investor or how to write grants. And perhaps, you know, our podcast would be like, you know, your tips would be advantageous to them. Wherein like, perhaps you can highlight some of the, you know, tips or advice that you'd like to give, like how to approach your VC or how to write a, you know, a pitch deck or something. Yeah, see, definitely now how to, I'm not an expert in writing a project proposal or something because I didn't take any grant. But there are people who have taken the grant 
and there are a lot of professors if you see a lot of uh, institutes like iisc iits and even the mid-sized colleges amayas revas all the colleges they have an incubation center these incubation centers there is a grant from the central government they give about 7 crore grant wow. to incubate and patent and all those things there's lot of things like that so they need to catch hold of those kind of professors who are expertise there are certain professors who are expertised in doing that they will assist you in writing that you should just have the ideations they will assist you in how to write a grant and all those things and if you go to byrec site dbt site there is a byrec thing in that byrec so there is a format where you need to fill you are not creating something wow. in that there will be format which asks what is your primary objective what is your secondary objective where are you utilizing your money is this patented non patented everything is there in that you are not creating a separate document is a question and answer kind of thing you can start filling 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 like that so you can fill that and get it reviewed from somebody industry expert or something definitely that will work uh, in a better way amazing amazing divya uh, uh divya let's come back to bioagile therapeutics a bit so what are the you know what are the key trends in the field in your field like in the clinical research currently with, you know with all artificial intelligence machine learning happening yeah. what are the key trends and what are the most exciting developments that you think that bioagile therapeutics uh you know is trying to catch up with yeah we are also like as you know it's all the ai world i am also attending ai classes trying to learn how it works and i i always believe we are student forever till our death we are student so i am just learning ai now the python coding this is little bit the thing i really didn't want to learn that during my colleges now i am learning because science and technology if it is collaborate is a different game is a different valuation game is what i see so we are also trying to implement some ai things in clinical research well like for example protocol a protocol is a standard document any medical writer will take 7 days or something one month to draft a protocol but if we are using ai within few hours we can make a draft protocol so this is how not in few hours few minutes this is how ai works so we are trying to bring in ai to our things also and we are upgrading ourselves for the pharmacovigilance and other thing this is also all the upcoming things about bioagile therapeutics amazing amazing uh, how do you see the future of life science evolving in india because i see i i see a lot of things happening currently in the you know in the current scenario so perhaps you can highlight that definitely definitely with technology also same previously life sciences was purely science now technology also is evolving into life science industry so they go hand in hand so life science industry is going in a very big and now valuation game has become too big now so many people i have seen just with ideation i have one of the example in my eyes with just with ideation they are pumping in crores of money that it's just you have to connect with the right person being in the right place with the right person is all about success with the right ideation so there are a lot of people if you have great ideations ready to fund for you wow and divya finally uh, you know this is the most important question what advice would you give to the biology students who are considering say a career as an entrepreneur and what are some of the most important things that they should keep in mind as they pursue this path yes uh, i think uh, people who, who have chosen biology biotech biochemistry chemistry whatever 
related to life sciences as their career my suggestion is you are in the right direction you're very lucky that you could take that job not everybody can digest science you have taken that you've done a good uh, uh, what is this uh, decision out of it further into entrepreneur journey really the life science industry is evolving and now it is like it's not like you have previously you have to hire 100 people and you make a 10 crore business is not the game now three four people can make 40 50 crore business that is how the game is going on now with technology r&d research lot of upcoming things is there in the genomic sequencing be is there in clinical research in the drug discovery domain so lot of areas even in the bioinformatics lot of things are there which you can look into first you need to analyze where you are good in where do you think you can excel in you can't put your hands in two different things if somebody is good at agriculture there are so many agriculture apps now if they in the mobile camera they can screen the diseases looking at the leaf in the mobile application this is where the technology is working on so think in that way don't think in the okay i will go to the plant tissue culture lab do tissue culture come out of those things and think in an advanced way is what i feel wow wow and divya i see that you also kind of mentoring a startup group and stuff like that in you know in in bangalore so do you also invest in startups or or do you do you plan to invest in startups so, no definitely if the ideations is good we would also be interested to invest not a huge at least to start up with we have a group of startups of 250 startups which i am also one of the co-founder mm-hmm. this is a trust based to help the startups network with each other we organize some investor meet we organize some networking meet for example msme not much people know how much benefits they get from msme if their company is registered in msme if they apply for patent if they have to pay 10000 to the government if your msme company have to pay 2000 so it just a one one minute procedure in online to get registered as a msme company so through msme what all the other benefits there are a lot of other benefits you can get as a tax point of view as a, a patent point of view as so many so many goodies you get as uh, along with msme so we bring in msme people and talk to our people and see how they can support them so like this different kind of talks from different industry from dbt we get somebody from barack we get somebody we organize investors meets this kind of support system there's no money involved here mm-hmm. networking and supporting each other but that's a, a great that's a great way of supporting you know all the incoming ideas yeah. also very important divya finally you know tell us about your hobbies What are your hobbies? My hobbies is I think uh, reading, not reading the books or uh, some novels or something. I like to read about newer things which is happening, and I like traveling, and I like eating. Those are my hobbies, and I like networking. I like talking to people like you. Wow, that's so amazing! And next time when you are in Europe, just let me know. I'll be a great. I'm there in sure. May, May, and I'm there in Europe. Wow so I am based in Mannheim in Germany and you are most welcome. Thank you so much thank you so much I would be happy to meet you. Welcome welcome Divya. So Divya thank you so much for sharing your insight with us today. Thank you yeah. so much for inviting it was a pleasure. I I hope it would be helpful for some people. Absolutely. And for the audience thank you for tuning to Biology Career Insights. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get the latest episodes delivered straight to your device. See you next time. Thank you. Bye Divya. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Have a nice